did you get started in all this? Because you were young um, when you got started with um, the computer stuff. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I have a story. You, yeah, you were like in the 90s, right? Or the 80s? Uh, no, no, I was, I was, no, I, I'm from like the 2000s. Okay, so the so, internet was, a, was already a thing. I, yeah, I was on the internet and all that young, but I didn't get into like computer security stuff until I until I was twenty. So yeah, and and it didn't really exist before before the. Did you get into the security stuff? When did, tell me about the beginning of your computer stuff because you told me something really funny about going to clubs and stuff. Um, oh. And walking around New York wearing high heels and snagging computers to take on. Oh, the yeah. Yeah. Well, that was my 11 years in the city. You know, uh, I was already a professional then. But no, at the very beginning, I was using my father's corporate laptop and um, it had never been provisioned to be connected to the Internet. He didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I used it and it got hacked by French students. And um, I brought it to him and I was like, dad, the laptop's broken. And I slid it across the table and he just got angry and just slid it right back at me and said, this is the most expensive laptop the corporation bought and gave to anybody. You better figure out how to fix it. I'm not bringing it to them. <laughs> so he just slid it back to me and said, fix it. And I just took the thing and I was like, oh, I took it to my boss at the time and he helped me repair it. And he explained to me like, oh no, there is security vulnerabilities and this. And I learned that software is vulnerable. And, and then I decided, I said, wow. And I said, this is going to happen to everybody. And that's when I went into computer security. So then I, I have like, I have three out of four degrees. I'm, I'm an industrial electronic engineer. I have a networking de degree. I have a Degree in um, computer information systems with criminal justice from John Jay. And then I went to Polytech and trying to get my master's in cybersecurity, but I didn't finish Polytech. So I learned how to use um, Apple's 2E, which hooked to a computer screen. And um, basically, you wrote um, static routines in machine language. Basic hadn't come out yet. So I did a 3D Mercedes in, on a TV screen using um, machine code on an Apple. Awesome. We found a hole uh, in, the, in the operating system that you could tell the CPU to get into an infinite loop. And you made your first virus? <laughs> Yeah, we overwrote, <laughs> we made the virus, made the CPU actually heat up and melt. Um, so we took it to an Apple store and told the person that worked for Apple that you could do this. This is the keystrokes. It was a really short piece of code. It was probably like 30K long. Um, and we, I, you know, you don't press enter because it'll go into a loop. He pressed enter. Uh, we waited about, oh, about 15 seconds. The computer had a little puff of smoke that came out the sides because that's where the airflow was. And wow. he, he threw us out of the store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> ha. 
<laughs> yeah, good old days. So you were, um, so you were scavenging. So in the very beginning, there's two things about this. One is being in computer security and being female is really odd. Um, there's just not a lot of females in the security world. Um, yeah, I wish there were more. Yeah, and I'm kind of, I'm a little, I'm, maybe I'm a little rare. There's yeah, not a lot well, of honey. there's not a lot of honeys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I, in the in the communities when I lived in the city and I would go to different user groups and I always went to twenty six hundred. Um, uh, I was kind of like a hacker socialite. I was always getting, bringing people together and talking and going to cons and, you know, because, because I'm a woman, I could be like more social between difficult personalities. Yeah. Well, there, besides the difficult personalities, especially in the security realm, I mean, I go, I go to like black hat, which is in Vegas. And what I think is really so funny about all these people that are supposedly in security, they put that their security and their credentials and they stick it on LinkedIn. Um, so if you know who is in charge of security at a corporation and all your employees are listed on LinkedIn, it's pretty easy to bypass or you can just do direct target attacks at their home and let them bring it into the office for you. You don't even have to go to the office. Yeah, I had to delete my I deleted my LinkedIn years ago because uh, for, because it listed too much of my credentials. And then and then I was having hackers from other countries contacting me because I was like a female hacker. They were like yeah. sending me messages and I, it was freaking me out. Uh, so I deleted my LinkedIn. But then when I worked as a penetration tester, when I used to have to harvest usernames, I would go, to, I would just go to LinkedIn and Facebook and I would just find all the employees and I'd be like, oh, well, you know, now I know their names. Now I know their usernames. Let me find out more about them. Let me start guessing their passwords. Sure. So when you were, um, so when you were doing all the the originating originating stuff, were you coding at all, or? Um... Yeah, I programmed in uh, a bunch of different languages. So so much that you know, learning a new language is just a syntax change. It doesn't matter once you know so many languages, and you're at, or, or you're good at a language, then it's it's no big deal to learn a new language. It's just syntax differences in new languages. So. So, and yeah. syntaxes. I don't, I don't, I not, not anymore since I retired. I don't program anymore, but. What, and syntax means basically the way you say something. Um, right. We, we use that buzzword. I know what you mean, <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, the audience might not know what I mean. Okay. Well, the, yeah, the way that whether you put a semicolon or you put an apostrophe in the programming language, those little differences are just differences in, in the language, whether you're using a, a root shell or you're using a, something else, you know. So when you were when you were young and you were, so how old were you when you started with the technology stuff, really? Um, I guess, I mean, I was like on the internet playing games when I was like 15, but actually the first Easter egg that 
I ever found was me and my brother found um, that in the original Sega, original Sega console, that if you didn't put a cartridge in the console and you just like press the mesh of buttons and buttons on the controller, it would take you into a secret game, a snail maze game where you like you move a snail all around the maze. That was the first like zero day I ever found was in the Sega console. So I was just a little kid when that happened. You know, it was like seven or ten or something. <laughs> so you you um so you were telling me about going to uh going out in the city and you were picking up that was so funny because yes, I, I just had that memory. I, I, I can in, say yeah. there might not be a lot of hacker chicks who have who but if you lived in New York City. When I lived in New York City, I would go out clubbing. I'd be walking home from the subway in my high heels. And if we saw computers that were being thrown out, because people used to just throw them out on the street that back then, I would pick it up and I would just be like walking down the street, carrying a computer in my high heels. I can only imagine what people who saw me must be thinking, like, who is this woman walking with a computer in the heels? But that that's that's honey. <laughs> Did they did they throw uh, throw away drives and complete systems? I don't know what they yes. were. Yes, yes. My favorite thing to data drop to data dig for was people's music. I used to. I don't really care about learning all about the people and I don't, their credit card sure. numbers. No, I don't want any of that. I would just save all their music files and I would like get to know this person that I never met or would ever meet from their music, and I. I had large music collections for a long, long times because of that and of lots of different genres. <laughs> so when you were uh, digging through that stuff and the music stuff, what, what did you find that surprised you? Um, well, like I said, I, I really didn't, I really didn't like, intruding into like the data files of the people. I just took their music and I would format it. So I'm so nice, but I, I have a story back from those days too, if you want to hear a weird sure. computer related story. So one time I was, you know, dumpster diving, picking up equipment and I, I had taken home a big CRT monitor. It was huge, an old relic. And I brought it home. It had a crack on the case. I brought it home anyway, plugged it in and I got like a, a zap, not like the one that can kill you, zap, but a zap. And I was like, oh, this thing is no good. This is dangerous. So a block away from my from my house, I know that there was like a computer store, but I'd never gone in it. So I was like, I'm just going to bring this to the computer store and have them throw it away. So I carried it over there to them and I go in the store and I remember I had my hair in braids. And so I walk in with these long braids, carrying this big CRT, and it was so heavy. And I put it down in the beginning of the store, and I explained my story to them that this thing was broken. Could they throw it out for me? And they were they were Russians, and they were like, uh, no, we have to drive our garbage out. We're not going to throw that out for you. And I was like, really? You can't help me out? And they were like, no, get it out of here. And I was, I thought to myself, this is New York City. I looked at them, they looked at me, and I just ran. <laughs> <laughs> I just ran out of the store. And it is so funny that in New York City, I lived a block away from them and they never saw me again. You know, they, <laughs> they never, <laughs> I just left it and ran away. <laughs> 
those guys, they were not gentlemen, so. <laughs> yeah, the city has a different, the city definitely had a different vibe with the, uh, the computer tech stuff. You, you do know that you can't type the 26 into the, into a web browser, right? Why not? Because it, uh, when Snowden released the prison docs, prism docs, uh, the uh, going to the 2600 uh, either in using the 2600 in an email, um, going using their email address or searching for it on any of the search engines automatically routes that transaction, that session over to the NSA. Wow. Um, it's written into Prism. If you guys aren't familiar with Prism, the best thing I can do is suggest that you go out to WikiLeaks and read the Prism, the Prism drop. There is some disinformation out there about WikiLeaks and the stuff that's on it and downloading it. Do not go there with a regular browser. Use Tor. It's free. You can download it. If you don't know how to download it, reach out to me and download it. Um, Tor is not perfect, but it's Tor is better so than owned. It's so what? owned. You guys, you think you're safe. I'm laughing. Well, it's, it is owned and it's not owned. I mean, there, there's two points to it. One is everything that you do in the United States is tracked to the nth degree, um, meaning that every phone call you make is recorded by the carrier. If you cross carriers, both carriers have a copy. All emails on any of the big hosts is copied. It's not like just Google reads your email. If you don't use Google and you cross the switch for Google, they get a copy. The Let's talk about encryption, basic encryption stuff. So you send an email and you've got an encrypted session to your email provider. It goes plain text from that email provider to the other email provider, and then it gets encrypted again. It's wow. back end wide open. You didn't know that? No, that was new. Didn't know yeah, that. I worked, I used I to work. I never read the, R, the protocol, the RFC for that. Yeah, the RFC, the, the RFC for SMTP is in plain text, port 25. That's what it is. Wow. So. Well, I know what else is in plain text, all of all the financial data between the exchanges. I used yeah. to do assessments for the financial industry too. In my in the highlight of my days of my hacking abilities. Yeah. It, it, you'd be and it, there was um I was at a data center in Weymouth, Mass, uh, going to work in a cage and going to go into the building. I had to show my photo ID. I had to give them my handprint, do a voice tag and an eye scanner to open the door. So that let me into the cages. And if you've never been in the back end of cages, if you ever go to a U store, you lock and imagine all the 10 by 10s made out of chain link fence. That's exactly what your bank stores its data in is one of those. Uh, they're basically big soup, basically the size of a Walmart. And on top of them, most of them are series of generators 
with great big diesel tanks out back, they can usually last for about a month with no power. Um, wow. And the internet itself and the fat pipes that come into it, fat pipe is when you have the backbone of the internet inside the building. And these companies, these data centers all have that. So I go in and I'm working on this server, doing an upgrade. And I wanted to, I wanted to go out. I was smoking cigarettes at that point. So I went outside, I got a cigarette and um, I thought about it. And I was like, I wonder how secure this building really is. So I grabbed a great big box and put it together that was in the back of my car. So it was a giant box that was literally empty. And I act like the box was full. And I walked up to the door, holding the box, gave the guy the really face and waved at him. And he pressed the button and let me in. <laughs> you got in. Yep, they just let me in. Yeah, uh, I got into something I wasn't supposed to get into once. Yeah, well, that, that happens. By the way, you do know the rule on statute of limitations, right? The rule of statute of limitations is when the government finds out about it, that's when the clock starts. So, oh. so if the law was written and the crime was committed after the law was written, then when the government finds out about the act is when the clock starts for that incident. Most of the time, people that have done something that is criminal believe that they know the intimate details of like when it occurred. But if they don't tell anybody and they wait, the longest time period in using that in a precedent was a deathbed confession of a jewel thief in like the 1950s. And he admitted he was going to die and he admitted that he had been a thief and he had stolen something like in the 1940s. And the government went after him. I mean, literally went after him. He was in he was in, uh, picked up like the next day by the FBI and, um, held in a medical facility under government. So there, the statute of limitation thing, that's in the movies, it's in novels, it's fake. Well, I'm not a criminal, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do that kind of, I don't do that kind of stuff. But then we're pinned by corporations a lot of times with the copyright laws, especially about repurposing equipment. So you did electrical engineering. So tell me about that. What well, does that entail? Um, that, that's like building circuits and circuit boards and stuff like that. I mean, when are you going to ask me about my books? That's what I want to talk about. Well, let's talk about let's talk about why you chose to write the books. What's the purpose of? I saw the writing teaching kids hexadecimal, binary, logic gates. There's another book that teaches them um, resistor band, color bands, like a way to remember them. And then I wrote a real short book about teaching kids just the powers of two, just to know, to memorize that number series for computer science. It's for, it's for little kids. If you want to 
kind of just give them, start feeding them these little pieces of knowledge. So computer science related, something that might actually help them with their programming or, you know, so it's called baby black hat. And okay. those are the, and those are the five books, binary baby black hat, binary baby black hat, hexadecimal logic gates, baby black hat, uh, color resistor band and powers of two. So have you, um, so these are available on Amazon and directly from you on a website or something? No, they're only available through Amazon. My website just points to Amazon. But um, I am retired from computer, from uh, information security because I, uh, I'm retired. And um, so in my the time that I have, I write books and I play chess. So um, while I wrote the baby black hat books for kids, my major, my main books are chess books because I invented a chess opening called the B defense. Now there in America, there really aren't many American invented chess openings. So I, um, my chess opening is an American opening. So now we have one. you know, if the others weren't considered before. And my chess opening is all about um, protecting the king versus attacking. So it's a feminine way to play chess. So I play chess all the time and I write books. So I wrote the B defense, which is, which explains the chess opening. And then I wrote the double B defense, which is um, the, the B defense chess opening modified with castling with double bishops. And then I wrote um, an entire series called Be Defense versus the World, where it's a collection of games, again, of my Be Defense chess opening against countries, nations from all around the world. So I have a book against Europe, a book against the Middle East, a book against South America. And I'm doing the whole world because I played 100,000 games of bullet chess. And so this is what I uh, this is what I do now. So um, being in, in where you're at in Florida, have you found the parks like you would in New York City to play Absolutely chess? Absolutely not. No. I definitely lived in like this golden era of New York City where, you know, I got to be amongst the people and, and I got to play chess all, all around different parks in the city. I, I actually, in 2600, if anybody ever brought up chess, I would always play them. And the, all the guys used to call me the 2600 chess champion because I would beat everybody. You know, because a lot of programmers also like chess. Like when I was when I was younger and programming all the time, I used to play on FIX, which is free chess uh, or whatever the acronym stands for, free internet chess server or something like that. And they actually had command line chess and, and FIX. So, so yeah. well this is the thing that really going back to what i was saying me going to black hat and having all of the the primarily men in security give their most intimate details on the internet so that you can find out who they are there's another basic thing in security and that is and this is really boggled my mind because it's a current thing First of all, women 
have a natural state of security and men do not. Most men have a battle defense. So you offend a man and they go into attack mode. Women, you offend and they go into a defensive secure mode. Um, this is basic biology. When you're talking about protecting a network, women would be much more suited based on the way that they think to defend a network than men would be. And yet most men are picked for that job. Uh, I just find it really, really interesting that um, that and the other is because of television the severely mentally ill are being tapped now um, to be uh, put in positions of high security and security clearance, not government so, mo so much, but in corporations. And what I mean by that is the people that were sporting around blue hair and news, nose rings have personality issues. That's the person that you want in control of your network is somebody that has a psychological issue. I just find it really appalling um, watching basic sense walk out the window. I said that. Well, you know what? I Let me tell you something. Um, I worked my whole 16 years professionally being in computer security. But funny, but being a paranoid person made me so good at security for all those years that so that's an example of why maybe somebody you're saying mentally ill people are in charge of our security. Well, you no, know no, what? no, 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 somebody no. paranoid I, might be yeah, good at it. Yeah, so, no, no, that's not what I meant. I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> meaning I wasn't meaning the paranoid people. I was meaning more or less the people that have deep personality issues. If you look at all the data breaches that were from the inside, um, and, I'm, and I do mean all of them, the things that are perpetrated by the inside, like Stratus, uh, what was the one that Facebook was involved in with the, with the company from England? Oh, I don't know. It was a major data breach from the inside they had uh, stripped a whole bunch of, of personal data off of Facebook. The person that was involved in that, the um, electric company that got crippled out in Kansas, that was a woman um, who uh, did that. She uh, had issues. And I wasn't picking on you as a paranoid, not at all, that kind of fits but oh no i didn't think to but I, I just wanted to add my two cents actually being one <laughs> that it did work for a while but to society in this way and i'm still and and i'm trying to knowledge share in my baby black hat series as my kids are growing because i'm a mother oh i've been a mother forever um as my kids are growing i intend to keep making baby black hat books for them. So I'm going to make a TCP IP baby black hat. I'm going to make a networking baby black hat. So I'm going to make these very easy baby friendly books of topics of computer science to introduce that to people in an easy way to learn it. That's, that's, you know, part of my goal. Have you, um, 
have you been building a community or advertising um, things? How's that going? Well, I am poor. So um, I have a fixed amount of month that I spend towards advertising and I'm, and it's just me, I'm doing it all myself. So, you know, I, I'm doing the best I can learning new things to try and get myself out there. I, I was featured twice in American chess magazine. I, oh, cool. I paid for the ad, but I'm in there. So at least I'm like part of history <laughs> trying to sell oh, my B defense cool. books. Did, how did that go? Did you sell some? Um, n- not any particular more. Like I, I wasn't, I, I'm kind of buried in the magazine, so I didn't see too much from it. So your focus has been in the chess world. Have you been, you've been written about in the chess world or you've gotten, you just paid for advertising? No, I paid for advertising. I'm still waiting to be really discovered. I mean, people, I sell maybe like 10 books or something a month or something, you know, somewhere along there. That's, that's, that's where I'm at so far. Um, so do you, have a, do you have an ad for your other books in your ad that you're selling? No, I actually, I have to, re, do that. I have to re put, I have to redo all my books because I don't have my website Amazon anywhere in my books. Cheap. I mean, that's free to update it. Yeah, I know. So I have to update all 19 of my books and put my website in it because I left that out. So I never, I don't have any web traffic on my website. Nobody knows. Oh, it's bdefense.net. Okay. But you you need to put an advertisement for your other books inside the book. Oh yeah, no, no, I do that. I do that at the end. When I say about the author, I have that I've written these other books. But I forgot to put my website in it, so I got to re-put, redo that for all the books. There's a um, there's a site out there that's called um, RadioGuest.com. If you pay them for an advertisement, it I don't know what it is for the sign up. I it's like a hundred bucks for the sign up, and then it's twenty dollars a month. You'll get um, you'll get like 20 or 30 requests a month for pe- to be on people's shows. Really? All right. You'll have to send me the link. Can you send me yeah. the link? Like when we're done, you can, you can message it to me and then well, I'll look at that. When I, bef- before I stopped InfoSec, I had, inc- I was going to start a penetration testing company that was going to um, test power. And the name of the company was called War Against the Machines. And when I set up my DNA, my the info for the domain, I put Sarah Connor and I put <laughs> so I didn't put me, I put Sarah Connor. <laughs> well, they that, they the Congress had written a, a rule that the reason that we had, did you notice all the spoof sites went away? Oh, it used to be really bad. If you misspelled Google. You, oh, yeah. And it, that doesn't really happen anymore. The reason it doesn't happen anymore is because the company that was in charge of registering domain names, the back end was a U.S. company but for really the long RERs. time. The RERs? The RERs? And they didn't give a crap what they were selling. 
So they would sell to criminals. It's like Facebook sells to criminals. LinkedIn sells to criminals. The ads on Facebook, I mean, there is a, there, people play Candy Crush, okay, video game. And in order to uh, play the game for free, you got to watch advertising. Some of the ads are just plain old scams. I mean, they are thieves ripping you off. One of them was this dating thing called, I think it was like Hook or, or Swatch or something. I just searched it and put the word scam in and found everybody that went on there had their credit cards stolen. But Facebook takes the money and they don't care. I mean, there was a time that Bing, the, you know, the Microsoft Bing, which is a search engine. If you type Firefox download, the top thing that would pop up was a actual copy of Mozilla's webpage on a foreign server with Mozilla spelled wrong. So you clicked download Firefox, which I did. And when I got the file down, my virus alarm went off. And I was like, why? And I looked at the file and the file had been muddied with. So I went back and did the same thing and realized, so I contacted Microsoft. I sent them emails. I made posts on Reddit. It stayed there for eight months after I complained. I check on it every once in a while. Companies do not care. They literally, the internet companies do not care about us at all. Well, I think, do you remember the documentary called The Corporation where they paralleled the corporate personality is a personality of a psychopath? Yeah. Well, that is what they are. So what do we do? I mean, we have to, do we have to live under their control or can we push them a little bit? I like pushing them. I hope the law and good people and fair people who uphold the laws will fix it. I, my hope is in the people. I teach, I teach housewives how to use encryption. I don't use any encryption anymore. It's, the security is dead to me. I'm, I'm even using Windows. I'm not even running Linux anymore. I, I just straight up don't care about security yeah, well, anymore. I, well, I don't at all. But, there's certain, but that's yeah. me. That's why I'm retired. I don't have to care about it anymore. Yeah, well, there's, there's certain things that you got to have Windows for, like me in this. Yeah. This, see this tree thing that's behind me and the, like the, the video feed for my camera ha- is a Windows only driver that only works with Windows 10. The little box that converts HD, um, HDMI over to a USB port is a Windows only driver that when, only works with Windows 10 64. Well, as an author, all book creation is all done with Windows. There's some exceptions, sure, 
But pretty much the, the publishing houses themselves, they all use Windows. So while I'm creating books and having to use these different software softwares for different things, I have to use Windows. So whatever. Actually, yeah. I was always a Windows hacker. My process of security was it's a separate box. So you can't have my music because I'm on a separate box and my music box is turned off. There's no, there's an air gap. Yeah, that's, that's smart. That is smart. That was, that's the way I lived for a long time. I didn't, I used Linux for, I. Yeah, I, you mentioned something, I wrote but a, go ahead. I wrote, a, I wrote a hacker novel and I sold it oh. at Gen Con. Okay. Oh yeah, you told me that. You told me you saw how many books you sold and stuff. It was yeah, a and then a couple of years, years later, a year later, uh, Mr. Robot comes out with all my hacks. They're always ever, doing that, aren't they? Have have they're always stealing. So you're doing chess, you're doing your books, and are you planning on taking them to cons to sell them at cons? Well, I would take, I, I have a dream to take my baby black hat books and sell them at DEF CON, but um, I have to save up a lot of money for that, so... I need to sell some, sell some, uh, some books before, <laughs> before I can go back to DEF CON. I mean, I spoke at DEF CON twice. I was, a, I actually spoke at the conference, um, but uh, I want to return and just sell corporate. the books. What? DEF CON's corporate now. It's yeah. not what it was. Oh, but, I know. I can see it changing the last time I went, how, when it, did how you go? it was already changing, when how, did you it, go? how it was was becoming so sold out, you know, yeah. sellouts and they were sellouts all the time. I mean, you know, the whole, the whole thing is, the whole thing is one works for Intel, one works for the NSA and one works for Sony. Come on. That's not sold out. I mean, where do you think the backing came for the casinos and getting the thing at the Rio? That wasn't spawn. Apple page. Yeah, why don't all the hackers go to the hotel that already has video surveillance set up everywhere? Very right. clever. Yes. I didn't go to I didn't go anywhere around those. Um I went to City Place once. Other than that, I stayed I knew where everything was and I stayed the hell away from it. And I was an unknown quantity. So when you decide do you want to go to DevCon, figure out what the cost of the vendor thing is, and I'll split it with you. Wow, that's really nice offer. That would be really great. So that's uh, half. Because well, I have a hacker book, and I have an idea for a product to sell at DevCon. What are you doing now as far as... Your chess stuff. I mean, you playing online a lot? Yeah, I play every day. It's almost like an OCD for me to play. It, I play chess. It kind of keeps me out of trouble, and it and it stimulates my mind. So, and at the same time, I'm working on this goal of uh, using my defensive pra in practice. I post uh, significant games where if I beat somebody you know, over 2000 or 2200 or 2500, which I've done, 
Um, and I post that on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff like that. So people can see examples of the games. Um, and yeah. Isn't one of the major tournaments for chess in Miami? Um, next week, I'm going to be in the Southern Open, which I'm going, I'm going to go participate in. I'm going to be in the provisional category, but I'm going to actually participate in over the board chess for the first time in a long time. Well, so it's cool. exciting. So yeah, the, the major chess tournament is the Southern Open and it's in Orlando and it's next week. So I'm going. <laughs> It'll be next weekend, so, uh, Saturday and Sunday, like all day. I'll be gone. So. Well, you have a great evening. I'm going to go get something to eat. If you want to, I'll stick you in the training group with us. Oh, let me tell you what I did. Okay. <laughs> so this girl, young girl, I think it's a young girl. She acts like a young girl. Okay, you know, personalities online, how you can kind of feel whether or not they're real or not. Um, she acts like a young girl. She was on Twitter and my, I have a thing in my browser. I use Chrome because Chrome, Google is tied into Twitter and so is Norton and a few others. So anyway, Norton has a product called BotSite. It's a plugin for Chrome. So when you go on Twitter, what it does is it redraws the HTML in real time and gives you the score of the likelihood of the account being a bot on Twitter. Really? In real I want to know what my score is because people always say that I, they think I'm a bot. No, it's on. You're 89% human, so am I. Oh, good. Yeah, it goes down Team to Team human. Yeah. Th that's it, that's what I always say when I'm playing chess because there's so many chess bots and I'm always like war against the machines, against the bots. Team human. So um anyway, this girl is young. She was restricted meaning she had done something on the network and caused one of the unwritten rules of Twitter. You're not allowed to follow more than 30 people at a time. If you do, what happens is the first time you hit 30, you hit 31, AI kicks off a program that starts a watch what you do algorithm. The program itself starts recording your keystrokes. So if you try to follow another 30 and get a, another warning and then try it one more, you'll get the other warning and then your account is suspended. So anyway, she was restricted. Her bot score was 94%. We think you're a bot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to teach her and figure out how to get Twitter, so it believes that she's a human. Yeah, she's still 94%, but she's not restricted. So anyway, she's got a cute, cute face avatar. And she had no, fo she was following 600 people and she had 300 people that were following her. And she's restricted. So the day before yesterday, I had her tweet, can't you? 
help a poor patriot out and in building her account. And she's a pretty girl on Twitter. So I got dumb male syndrome. She now has right now, this happened overnight yesterday, 3,384 followers. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow, if you want to do that, I only, I have like a thousand, a 2000 maybe, or, 1700 yeah and you're following like 1700 yeah yeah okay so if you take a picture of you from when you were 20 years old and put it up and just put um that you want you're trying to build your account up we can retweet it and a bunch of people will like repost it and you'll get a couple thousand girls can do this guys can't Okay. But you get dumb male syndrome. Dumb male syndrome on social media is so funny. (laughs) All right, honey. I will talk to you later. And you have a great evening. You too. Thank you so much.